I'm Jessica Randolph, and welcome to the How to Buy a House podcast, where we empower you to invest in real estate and start building wealth for yourself. It's the biggest purchase of your life, and we're going to teach you how to do it right. Your host, Jessica Randolph, is an HGTV designer, a top realtor for over 10 years, winner of the National Association of Realtors 30 Under 30 Award, Rookie of the Year, number 11 realtor on social media in Tennessee, and most importantly, the founder of the How to Buy a House class. Jessica, take it away. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for being a part of our podcast. If you're listening to this, Thank you. You're awesome. We appreciate you. We've got a really great podcast for you today. We've got um, Leah Herzworm with us. She is from St. Petersburg, Florida, and we adore her. Leah has been a top realtor in her market for over six years. In her first year in real estate, she sold 24 homes, which is incredible, and she won Rookie of the Year for her county. Since then, Leah has helped over 300 families in the St. Pete market and has been recognized as Tampa Bay's 100 Women You Should Know and Do Business With. She was also awarded Tampa Bay's Real Estate Influencer of the Year and was featured on Real Trends America's Best List. Last year alone, she sold over $44 million in volume. And on top of all that, she had a new baby boy named Graham, and he's really cute. Leah is passionate about building lifelong relationships with every single one of her clients, and that totally oozes out of her, and you can feel that when you chat with her. Um, We're obsessed with her, and I know you will be too. And Leah, thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. For those of you that don't know Leah yet, Leah is our incredible St. Pete realtor, and she is an expert on that market, Um, and we're so excited to have Leah on the podcast today. And before we get into today's topic, which our topic today is finding your why, and maybe it's a personal why, maybe it's a business-related why, Um, we're going to talk about why having a why is very important and how that can kind of fuel the courage for you to start investing in real estate. Um, So we're going to get into that, but before we do, Leah, tell us all about you. Tell us why you got into real estate, what's your background, what gets you up in the morning with your six-month-old and, you know, gets you going. So let's hear all about you. Yes, he definitely gets me out of bed in the morning, sometimes earlier than I would like, but <laughs> he is everything. Um, thank you so much for having me. Yes, my name is Leah Herzworm, and I am your St. Pete real estate expert for the last seven years. I moved here from Georgia in 2015 after I married my high school sweetheart. Never really pictured our life in Florida, to be honest with you. We're both from the the Georgia area and kind of always expected to be there, but his job took us here. Thank God it did and that his plans are better than, than our own because now can't imagine living anywhere else. But been here since 2015 and uh, started my career in advertising. So I handled like the social media for Publix and it was a great job, but... I am like not a nine to five girl, not a sit behind the desk girl. And I learned that very quickly. I would rather work 12 hour days and love what I do, which as you know, in real estate, there's plenty of those 12 hour days. Yes, for sure. Nights, weekends, all the things. But um, I got into real estate directly from advertising and, and haven't looked back. I've really, really found a passion in helping people find you know, their home. And it has been such a roller coaster over the last almost seven years now. So very thankful to be here. 
That is awesome. I love it. And you guys are in St. Pete to stay. Like, do you ever imagine yourself moving back to Georgia? I mean, never say never, but I, I really can't imagine our lives anywhere else. It is such a beautiful city. Like there's something to do for everyone. The weather is amazing. I mean, it's really hot for most of the year, but <laughs> um, we have summer and then we have January, February, which is kind of like fall in in other states, um, but it's our winter here. So there's just so much to do, such an amazing place to, you know, have a family, be single, retire, honestly, any phase of life that you're in, like this is the spot. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love Florida. Every time I go, like, I feel like the air just smells so sweet for how warm it is. And I'm like, oh, this is the good life. Uh, it's like gloomy and cloudy today in Nashville, so I'm very jealous. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get into our topic today, which Leah actually suggested this topic, and I was so down for it because I am very passionate about finding my why and finding for me, like what I feel like my purpose is on this planet. And I know this is getting like a little deep and a little like, I don't know what the right word is, but like, we're just going to get into the issue of the heart a little bit today, because I think a lot of our listeners, maybe you've been listening to this podcast for a while. Maybe you're just dipping your toes in thinking about buying a house, but it does take a little bit of courage because especially if you're listening to this, maybe you don't have somebody in your life that is like, you can do it. You got this. Like you're so smart and you're so capable and you can dream big. If you don't have that person in your life, let us be that person for you. You can do this and it doesn't matter where you're at right now. Maybe you are paycheck to paycheck and you know renting the cheapest thing you can and just scraping by. We help people in your position buy a house. Um, maybe you've been renting forever. Uh, maybe you're living with your parents. Like It's never too late for you to figure out how to start being really smart with your finances. And I know we talk about that a lot, but I want to get into like the why and maybe if you're feeling stuck, you know, every year, especially since we just went through New Year's and people are going through New Year's resolutions right now, I've already broken it. I was supposed to not have any sugar for January and I just ate a Smarties. So look, it's okay if you're not perfect. Let's just be real. I was craving chocolate like day two, but I did sit down and I thought about the year ahead and the past year and I thought, what is my why? Why am I doing what I'm doing every day? Because you wake up, we all have 24 hours in a day. What are you spending your time doing? What are you racing towards? If you're in a race, like what are you working towards? And I would, I would go to say a lot of people don't know. Maybe it's because they're trying to just be happy. Maybe it's that like they're just trying to survive. Maybe they're utterly exhausted in their job and they're like, I'm just taking it day by day. That's okay. I think sitting down and just like pausing for a second and being like, what am I passionate about? And like, what wakes me up in the morning? And what, we only have one life, guys. This is it. Like, unless, you, you know, you believe in reincarnation. I don't. But if you do, then maybe you come back as a cow or something. I don't know. But this is it. So what are you going to do with it? And what drives you? And the beautiful thing about real estate, and Leah's going to talk on this a little bit in her experience, but the beautiful thing about owning your home is that this purchase can change your life drastically to help fund whatever your why is. Maybe your why is that you want to work with orphans, or maybe you want to start a nonprofit, or maybe you want to travel the world and keep all of your belongings in your backpack like my Uncle Tom and surf everywhere, which I love my Uncle Tom. I miss him all the time, but like that was his why and that's what he wanted to do. He bought a condo and it appreciated and he used that money to kind of pay for his travels. And so when thinking about buying real estate, it does take a little bit of guts. And so I'm hoping you can like dig deep into your heart and be like, what is, what is the thing that gets me out of bed in the morning? And what am I passionate about? Because we want to help you use real estate to fund that passion. So Leah, I would love for you to talk about your why and like where you feel like you're at in your life right now and how real estate has kind of changed your life through this whole concept. 
1000%. I am, I'm so thankful for real estate, not only being an agent, but also, you know, investing in our first home when it was a stretch for us, you know, and just like what owning real estate and what being in real estate has done for me is just huge. So I grew up, I don't want to say poor, but we struggled, right? And and my dad worked two jobs, my mom stayed home, and you know, we we had everything that we needed and most of what we wanted, but you know, you didn't go out to eat unless it was someone's birthday and you got water, you know, you got water and you had steak once a year on Christmas, you know, those types of things. And so I don't want people listening to this to be like, oh, you know, you just had the world handed to you because I definitely didn't. You know, when I moved to Tampa and got into advertising, you know, I was making $28,000 a year. That was very, very difficult. Thankfully, I was in a two-person relationship that you can't live on that, right? It was a stretch when we bought our first home, but I'm so glad that we did because we were able to, you know, stop paying somebody else's mortgage, start paying our own mortgage, start building equity. And we lived there for a couple of years before we decided to sell and buy something else. And the equity that we had in our home, we were able to make a larger down payment on the next property and not have mortgage insurance. You know, we were able to put some in savings and, you know, really just bless other people and bless our family. When I got into real estate, I I knew it was going to be really, really tough. You know, it's extremely competitive. It's kind of a joke in Florida. If you have your driver's license, you probably have your real estate license. Just everybody is a realtor here. Oh and God. so I knew it was going to be very, very hard, especially not being from here, not knowing anyone. And so I knew I had to have like a bigger why to to keep me going when when things got tough. And I, I came to the realization that um, my parents had never taken a vacation, just the two of them. They've been married for 46 years. They've been the best example of like wedding vows that you could ever imagine, like in sickness and health for richer, for poor, like Truly, it brings tears to my eyes because they're the most amazing, humble, beautiful people ever. And I thought to myself, I really want to be able to surprise them and send them on a vacation. I don't care how many doors get slammed in my face or how many times they get hung up on. Like, I'm going to do this for them. And it took a year and a half, but every closing that I had, I put a little bit of money away until I had enough saved up. They'd always had a dream of going to Alaska. And so I was able to send them to Alaska for 10 days you know, paid for their airfare and the whole nine yards. And I had this really cool puzzle made for them, like to tell them. And I think they thought I was going to say I was pregnant at first, which I wasn't, but, um, they put it together and it just said, um, it had like a picture of Alaska on it and it said, pack your bags, mom and dad, you're going to Alaska. So oh my gosh, I, it's so sweet. Oh my gosh. It was the best moment ever, ever, ever. And without real estate, like I would have never had that opportunity, you know, to do that. And obviously that's like from a real estate perspective, but I've been able to see clients of mine fulfill dreams too, because of taking that risk and taking that leap and, you know, purchasing that property and, and them calling me just a few years later, sometimes two years later and being ready to move to a new city or they need a bigger space. And when I show them like, hey, your home has gone up $125,000 in value. They're like, what? And I've seen them been, be able to you know, elope in Italy and have that dream wedding that they always wanted or 
just change, change their lives, pay off that school debt. Like so many different avenues of like, what does your perfect life look like? Right. And, and how can you fund that? And I think real estate is such a great way to do that. Truthfully. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. Were your parents just like through the, I mean, so excited when they read that puzzle? Like I could just imagine. Yes. I, it's like my favorite video probably of all times. Yeah. They were shocked. I mean, they both, I've maybe seen my, my dad cry a handful of times in my life. He's not a crier and he had tears and my mom did. And they're like, this is too much. This is too much. And yeah, I mean, it was just like the best feeling in the whole world ever. Like you can't, and those pictures of them, like I have pictures of them on that trip framed around my home and they still talk about it, you know, to this day. And there's been so many different things like that through real estate and you through kind of making these wise investments and being able to have like a nest egg to do special things like that, you know, was able to take my mom to New York for her 60th birthday. Um, and my sister for her 40th birthday, we did like a girl's trip to New York and neither of them had ever been. And we got to do a Broadway show and, you know, just seeing like her face light up at Times Square and just, it's just a feeling that you could never even explain, put into words. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That is so beautiful. And even like for our parents out there, like there are people who are renting and they've got kids. Like I know that you would do anything for them and want to take them to New York and want to send them to Alaska and buying your home or making a goal to own your home will help you do those things later that you're like, I want to give this kind of life to my kids. It can be really powerful and it's changed my life. And that's why I started teaching the class because I never thought I'd live in a house that I live in now. I never thought I'd be able to own my own home. I never thought I would have extra savings. Like I never thought that would be in my, in the cards for me. I always, like you, I did not grow up, um, wealthy. And I just thought that I would scrape by and I was good with that. Like I'm great with thrift store shopping and like pinching every penny and shopping at Aldi until the sun don't shine. Like I can do that. I still do that. And, um, I'm Greek and like extremely cheap and frugal and like very, very cost effective, I would say. But for me, my why was I wanted to be hospitable. And if I looked at like my life and like who I was created to be, like there's just like this little drum beat in my heart that like I want to be like Mrs. Forrest Gump. Like I want to like someone that needs a place to sleep. Like I want to be able to like give them a pillow and give them a bed and give them a lamp. And like I originally thought maybe that meant like working in homeless shelter. And so I kind of was like looking into that when I graduated from or graduated from high school. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to think about what I wanted to do with my life. And I was like, what's my why? What, what was, was I put on this earth to do? And I really believe that like hospitality for me was like my why and being hospitable to not only like people that really needed it, like homeless people, but also hospitable to like my family when they came in town or friends that were visiting that didn't have money to stay in a hotel. Or uh, maybe it was somebody who was going through something really hard and they needed just a place to stay in between a place. My husband and I were dreaming about owning our first home. Again, didn't think it would ever happen. He had this brilliant idea. He was like, what if we divided our house in half like a duplex and one half of the house is like a rental. And then the other half of the house, we live in it. So we would have, you know, like 1,200 square feet. They would have 1,200 square feet. But it looks like just a normal house. And we were like, that's genius. That would pay for our mortgage. That would be like a way that we can truly be hospitable and host people from all over the country and use it for ministry if we wanted to do that. And so that's what we did. We built our house. We built it like a duplex. 
Um, I remember I had a friend in high school whose mom had like a guest bedroom in her house. And I thought that was really cool because I had five other siblings. So there were six kids in our house and um, we all were sharing rooms. And so the idea of like having this extra room for like just guests, I was like, oh, what? Like, that's so cool. And so when my husband and I were engaged, we were talking about like one day when we own our own home, we really want to be hospitable, host dinners and host people that are in need um, or maybe they're in between places. And so we were working for a builder at the time and the builder was like, hey, we'd love to, when you guys do want to buy a house, if you want to build a house, we would build it for you at cost. And we were like, what? So we got to design our house and build it at cost. And so we designed it with the idea of like, how can we use this house to not only like help pay for our mortgage so that we don't have a huge payment every month that we can't afford. And how can we use it for like ministry and hospitality? So we designed our house with, um, basically it's like a duplex. So one half of our house, we live in it. And then the other half it's like blocked um, or it could be open and used just as a whole house, a separate apartment. So that's what we did. We moved into it and we rented that apartment on Airbnb. Sometimes we didn't rent it and we would let people who just needed a place for a few weeks stay there. We've hosted homeless people in there before. We don't do that now because we've got kids and it just felt a little dangerous, but um, we used to do that when we were a little bit younger. And we just got to use it to be hospitable. Anytime my parents come in town, they don't have to pay for a hotel. We have a lot of friends that are on a really tight budget that want to come visit. And so it's like a little vacation spot for them. And it's just been an incredible way. So like, I feel like both of my heart's desires was like, I want to be able to like travel and do things like that. And having a smaller mortgage payment gave us the freedom to go to New Zealand or go to Italy and then also being able to use it for hospitality. So for me, it was like my why was so closely related to, to real estate and your why might be like, I want to be a, I don't know, an actress, or maybe your why is that you want to um, go teach English in a third world country, or maybe it's um, that you want to own multiple rental properties. I don't know what your why is. Maybe it's just that you want to be a good person. That's a good why. But I think figuring out what your why is, writing it down, putting it somewhere, reminding you of what, where you're headed, what, you know, what finish line are you trying to get to and putting that in front of you. I'm a huge believer in like a vision board, putting your goals on display somewhere just to kind of encourage you, especially on those days where you wake up and you're just like, I can't do today. Like I'm just not today. And I feel like having those goals in front of you, you're like, Oh yeah, I can do that. Oh yeah. I'm smart. Oh yeah. I can achieve that goal. Um, and it all starts with just kind of believing in yourself and having the courage to do that. And I think reminding yourself of your why is super important. My husband, for a long time, he didn't really know what his why was. And I think it more of in a career sense. He's like, I just want to have fun and like not worry about money. And if he was listening to this, he'd be like, yeah, that was pretty much me. I actually asked him one time, I'm like, if you had all the money in the world, what would you do with your time all day long? And you know what he said? He's like, I think I would want to be in a room full of puppies like for the rest of my life. And I was like, okay, how are we going to like make money though? <laughs> like how are we going to like pay for groceries? Because being in a room full of puppies, maybe somehow that can make money. I guess if you watch dogs for a living. Anyways, but it was just funny. He was trying to figure it out. And now I would say that his why has come to like, he truly loves investing in our community and in our neighborhood. And we joke around here that he's the mayor. He's not the mayor, but he probably should be. He like is like the neighborhood watchdog. He like, you know, if somebody's power goes out, he's running over there with a generator. Like people knock on our door asking to borrow ladders. Like he's just super invested in our community. And um, I love that about him so much. And I would say that like, that's his why. And he kind of used that to kind of fuel like his job. Cause he's like, I always want to be able to be generous and have extra if we want to pay for someone's meal or do something like that. And so figuring out your why, it's super important. Leah, do you know what your husband's why is? I would say like his why is, is being a dad honestly like it's we wanted to be parents forever and 
we struggled for several years to have a family and now we do have a baby boy and I have just seen like such a change in him like it's like every decision now is kind of based on on Graham and his future and when I was pregnant we made the decision to purchase an investment property basically for our son like thinking about college one day and you know figuring out how to fit that in our budget of getting this to where we know that the long-term tenants are going to cover our mortgage it's not a get rich quick scheme by any means but you know just doing that with kind of the end goal in mind of hopefully when he's 18 you know we can give this property to him to you know have a college fund or you know not have some of the same struggles you know that we had so totally that's awesome i love that I know I've I've got two kids and one on the way and like they definitely also feel my why. It's like I want to be present with them. I want to have the time to spend with them and it's like a huge part of what obviously wakes me up in the morning and also them screaming, Mommy! <laughs> um, but it's nice to feel needed and it's, it's a, such a blessing to be able to, you know, be their mom and stuff like that. That is awesome. If you are having problems figuring out what your why is, I just challenge you to like get to know yourself a little bit better. What's something that you would do all day long that's natural to you, that gets you excited? A question I always ask like my, my siblings who are younger who aren't in college yet and they're trying to figure out, yes, I have siblings that are still in high school, it's crazy. But I'm like, what would you do if money wasn't even a factor and, and you just had time? What would you do with your time? Like what is what you just feel naturally passionate about. My little brother is very passionate about saving the coral reefs. Like that's what he wants to do. And so I'm like, great, let's go for it. Like, let's find a company for you to intern with. Like, let's do what we can do for you to be on the water and, you know, just learning. And so figuring out like what you are passionate about. And sometimes that takes a few hours. Sometimes that takes a few years. It could be something really as simple as like, you just want like a less anxious life or a more stress-free life. I really feel like therapy also helped me figure out just who I am and why I function the way that I function. And I feel like that really freed me up because I felt so bogged down for a long time with just my past. And so when I went to therapy, it kind of like, I felt like I dealt with my past. I organized it. I knew it was there and I could like look forward. So some of you might be like, I'm not even ready to be thinking about buying a house yet. I've got all this other stuff to deal with. Um, I highly recommend therapy. Um, it's changed my life. But yeah, we're definitely getting a little like warm and fuzzy on this episode, but I think it's so important. And I truly like, if it wasn't for my parents pouring into me and just loving me so well, like I don't think I'd even be able to have a podcast right now. And some people just need a little bit of that pick me up. And so I hope that this episode today kind of picks you up and says, you can do it. Figure out what you're passionate about, post it somewhere, remind yourself about it, and then figure out a way to start investing in your real estate portfolio so that real estate can help fund whatever it is that you want to be doing full time. Because you have to pay to live somewhere, you know, unless that you are somebody who's mooching off somebody else. But most people have to pay where they live. Um, so you may as well start paying towards your future and building equity and all that good stuff um, to help kind of change your life. So yeah. So tell us, what is the market like because of the people flocking there? You know, and I'm sure with COVID, people are working remotely and they're like, I want to live by the beach. Like, did you guys see a lot of that? Like, what's the real estate market oh, been like? MG, did we see that? <laughs> yes. It was like everyone and their grandmother, sister, aunt, brother moved here. It was wild for 
like several years straight. It's been a strong market, honestly, since I started in 2016, but it has been like off the wall crazy the last few years. Wow. I mean, truly, like I would always describe it like the movie, The Hunger Games. I mean, there'd be lines out the door, crazy. Thank goodness we are past that and we're getting to more of a stable market where negotiations are back and, you know, things are not selling in a few hours. So it's definitely still a strong market, but I am so happy to report that it is a much better market to be a buyer in because for a while people were just losing their minds. You know, everything was cash. Everything was hundred grand over, waiving inspections, waiving appraisals. Honestly, it lasted longer than I ever thought that it would. And I am very happy that it has, it has changed. Yeah. That's amazing. For those of you listening, what Leah just touched on was um, what we called like the post-pandemic market. And we were very low in inventory and people that were wanting to buy a house now had an incredible incentive to buy a house because interest rates were ridiculously low in the twos and three percent. And that just incentivized them even more. And now with COVID and people working remotely, they're like, I can work from wherever. So I'm going to buy a house, have a super low interest rate and live wherever I want. And because of that, we had such low inventory because a lot of people that weren't moving, weren't putting their house in the market because they didn't know what was going to happen with the, with the economy. And so it was just a frenzy of people. I'm sure you saw TikTok videos of people being like, you can buy this Apple for a million dollars. And that's what buying real estate is like today. It was insane. And so now interest rates have gone up a little bit and we're recording this in January, 2023. So, um, if you're listening to this later on, the market changes every day. Um, but as of right now, it is definitely becoming more of a buyer's market because there are some people that maybe were looking to buy just because of the interest rates. And now that they've gone up to a more average normal level now, right now they're in around the six and a half percent range that kind of has calmed things down. And anybody that was looking just for the heck of it, they've stopped looking. And so now it's really only serious buyers. And what that means is that houses are sitting on the market a little bit longer. And we would call this a buyer's market. A seller's market is when the favor's in the seller and they can say, I can put my house in the market and not replace my roof and just name my price and I'll probably get it and maybe get even higher. That's a seller's market. There's low inventory, buyers are desperate. But a buyer's market is where for us, when you're learning how to buy a house, we love a buyer's market because this means that you can actually negotiate a better price on your house. And who knows, you can only negotiate the price once and you can always fix your rate later and and, um, refinance to a lower rate, um, which means your payment every month would be lower. So anyways, what Leah's talking about is now if you're in St. Pete, it's more of a buyer's market. That's really good news for you. Um, Have you been able to get people paying closing costs down there, Leah? Have um, Have you been in any multiple offer situations lately? We have only had one multiple offer situation year to date. Again, we're just 18 days into January. So multiple offers were like the norm for a while. And now you have to be like a very special home in a very particular neighborhood to have multiple offers, truthfully. Wow. We have helped six buyers go under contract this year. So it has been crazy. We're actually seeing, you know, more buyers jump in, you know, Q4 of 2020, we saw a lot of people pump the brakes and we're just a little bit nervous and wanted to wait and see what's happening. But I think people are realizing what you said, you know, rates are in the, you know, mid sixes, low sevens, depending on the buyer and what they have going on, the type of loan that they're looking to get. And historically, that is not an awful rate, right? Like when you look at what our parents and grandparents had, their interest rates, like this is still a decent 
great. And so I think people are realizing, let me jump in totally, and I can always refinance later because we are doing seller paid closing cost or seller paid buy down rate. A lot of buyers are doing, you know, a three, two, one or a two, one program, which is, is really, really cool. And what that means is the sellers pay a certain amount towards your buy down rate, which can lower your, your interest rate for the first two to three years, depending on what program you go with. So we've seen a lot of wins with this. We've seen buyers be able to go under contract 20 to $30,000 under asking price and having concessions paid for, you know, if people are struggling with cash to close at closing, you know, going that route, or if people are more concerned about the rate, kind of going the buy down rate. And so really we just kind of take it property specific, client specific, and really get to know their long-term goals um, with the particular property and kind of figure out the best way to strategize their offer. Yeah, that's super smart. I love that. We did a lot of that too last year or second half of last year when rates went up. We did a lot of buy downs by the sellers. So that's awesome. So Leah, what is the average price point for some of your first time home buyers, maybe getting um, like a pretty average loan? Maybe they're putting 20% down, 30 year conventional, maybe they're getting a six and a half percent interest rate. What kind of purchase price are we looking at just for like a starter home? I would say to be honest, we're seeing most first time home buyers be anywhere between like Four and 500 seems to be kind of the sweet spot. Obviously, we do have people who find something in the $300,000 range, but to be honest with you, 500,000 seems to be the new 300,000 in our area um, for what most first-time home buyers are are looking for. Yeah. That, you know what? I'm surprised. I actually was thinking you were going to say a higher number just because you're near the beach, which how close are you guys to the beach? You're on it, aren't you? We live about 15 minutes from St. Pete Beach. So yeah, downtown St. Petersburg is where our office is. I live about a mile from downtown. The closest beach to us is about 15 minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. So I would imagine because of that, you know, they're not making any more beaches. Well, maybe in Dubai or somewhere like that, but um, I would imagine like for being close to the water, things would be more expensive. But in Nashville, our average price point is right around $450,000, And that's just absurd. When my parents bought a house, it was like $180,000. Maybe a 55 plus condo. We have a lot of those that are more affordable, but yeah, you're probably not 55 buying your first house. I hope not. But also <laughs> you need to consider like it's all relative, right? Like they also are yep. making $5 an hour at their job. So like, that's the difference. It's like with inflation, I mean, things kind of level out, but yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad that it's relatively affordable down there. It's good to know. And are you seeing a lot of people buying, you know, vacation homes and second homes down there? I'm assuming, um, is that pretty popular? Definitely. It has been popular over the last several years. I would say right now the interest rates are higher for investment properties. So unless people are paying cash, we haven't seen too many investment purchases, at least the last couple of months, but I anticipate that that would change come the spring. Yeah. Awesome. Leah, I'm going to ask you one more question because we always finish all of our podcast episodes with the same question, but what is one piece of advice that you wish that you would have known before you were a homeowner or maybe somebody told you and it kind of changed everything for you? doesn't even have to be real estate related, but what's one piece of advice that you want to give to our listeners? Just taking that first step. You know, I think even listening to this podcast is a good first step. You know, don't be afraid to take that first step to reach out to a lender. Just, just see like 
see what's going on on paper because I think we we didn't think that we were ready when we actually were. So I think sometimes just taking that first step, getting it on paper, um, and if you're not ready, seeing, okay, what are the steps that I need to take in order to get ready? But I think kind of seeing it on paper laid out is just a really, really good thing to do so that even if you're not ready today, you know what steps you need to take to get there. It may just be sooner than you think. Love that, Leah. Amen to that. And for a lot of you, the first step might be getting a budget. Um, maybe it's moving out of your parents' house. Maybe it's finding a therapist. Maybe it's finding a coach, a life coach. Um, maybe it's talking to a local lender and seeing if you're ready to get pre-approved. Anything to kind of like push you forward is a good idea. So I love that, Leah. Thank you, Leah, so much for being on the podcast today. This was so great. I feel very energized from our conversation. I feel like I want to go like run a marathon or conquer the world or do something. I hope our listeners feel the same way too. And we're so happy to have you a part of our network. If you are in St. Petersburg or near Tampa, Leah Herzworm is our incredible local expert for that market. And she is teaching our how to buy a house class in St. Pete. So if you are in that area and you need to learn the ropes, if you want to come to an in-person class, you can sign up for her classes at howtobuyahousecloss.com. You can also follow her on Instagram. Um, I will make sure to tag all of that. And of course, if you need a great realtor, reach out to Leah. She's absolutely incredible. Um, she is a heavy hitter in her market. And I know that she would be pumped to work with any of you. So shout out to Leah. Thank you, Leah, so much for being on the podcast. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks, Good luck on your trip with Graham. <laughs> Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. Stay tuned for more episodes from the How to Buy a House class. You can follow us on Instagram. We're at the How to Buy a House class. You can also email us. Yes, we still use email and we would love to connect to you that way as well. You can reach us directly at hello at howtobuyahouseclass.com. And I also would love to connect with you. My Instagram handle is at Jess Lou Randolph. And we hope you have a fabulous day. Thanks for listening and God bless you.